Good morning and welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, just uh, when I discover somebody or, or uh, it's brought to my attention, somebody of such talent has written so, so many songs and uh, just puts it out there. Anyway, Francesca Vigay, I'm going to gush about her. Anyway, she's releasing a new version of Trust in Me on March 4th. It was recorded live. It will be a single of album Francesca Begay Live, and it's set for release later this spring, and we're going to have her on our show today. Uh, the popular song was written by Francesca and sung by Joe Cocker and Sass Jordan. It was featured in the film soundtrack of The Bodyguard, starring Whitney Houston 30 years ago. I can't believe it. The Grammy Award-winning soundtrack was certified 18 times platinum and peaked at number one on Billboard in 1992. It is still the highest-selling movie soundtrack of all time. Isn't that amazing? She's appeared on The Tonight Show and featured on VH1 Artist of the Month and toured the U.S. as an opening act for Michael Bolton. Okay, I'm going to open up her mic, and I see she's right here. Francesca? Hi. (laughs) Hello. There you are. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, I Hi. I I when oh, I great. just I was reading uh, I was just flabbergasted reading all your credits and how many songs you've written. It, it's it's oh, just God. amazing, and I love oh. that you started out in the '80s. And I think at all my favorite places could because I think I, did I see the bitter end in there? Did oh, I yeah. see? Uh, yeah, in the '80s at, at the same time we were kind of almost in the same circle without knowing it. Uh, yeah, because I belonged to an improv group called the First Amendment back then. So we would Uh hang out at the bitter end and we would go to these places, but you are just amazing. I love your video, by the way. Oh, thank you. What made you decide to to, to do this now? I'm going to, you know, I've done this now. I'm going to do my songs. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, what happened was my son got into all his colleges (laughs) and I was like, oh my God, I'm kind of done. I'm not done. But it just kind of released this energy of like, okay. And then my music just came flooding back in, like, okay, time to do this. I didn't really, you know, analyze it too much. I said, okay, I'm going to put a band just, together. I'm going to do. Yeah, it just kind of happened, one foot in front of the other. I didn't really have a huge plan, except that, you know, I wanted to make some music and put it out there. That's all I knew. I, and I put and I together the band. And I love that said that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, no, go yeah, ahead. I so love I that just, you're putting it out there. That you said, my. I love that you started by saying, "My son's in college," and it's such a great, a, a positive affirmation for women. It's like, "My son's in college. Time to get back out there." Yeah. It was um, well. You know, I had watched my sister go through it. She had her kids, and when they launched, like this energy was released in her. That was like, okay, in comes all this wild energy. And I was like, I was kind of prepared for it. So, um, and it just came over me. I said, okay, I'm going to put this band together. And actually, Tony Garnier, who's the bass player in this project, you know, he's Bob Dylan's guy. And I knew him oh, way wow. back in the 80s. He was, a, he was a friend and, you know, a colleague from way back then. And he actually moved up to Garrison where I live and he moved around the corner and I was like, okay, Tony's here. I was just looking for a project to do with him. And I was like, and he's such a doll. He's such a sweetheart. 
and obviously amazing musician, and also this connection. You know, I wanted to work with people mm-hmm. I felt a connection with, you know. So I was like, okay, I've got Tony. I've got to, I've got to get a fabulous drummer. It's got to be a great drummer if it's going to be Tony on bass. And Jerry Murata had worked with my husband, and he actually was on my Dream World album. Um, and so I called Jerry, and he was in. And it all just kind of fell together. And then when we started rehearsing, it was just so awesome. <laughs> These musicians were just so awesome. It just happened that it was kind of magical, the group that, you know, I put together. Well, who, was, who was on piano? Was someone on piano? Oh, yeah. Was that I you? mean, I played the Wurlitzer. Um, so uh-huh. I write on the piano. And I've, I had a lot of the the gigs that I'd been doing was just me and the piano or me and one Mark Shulman on, on uh, guitar. So just very low key. And I, I had this, I just wanted to do a big band kind of like I did back in the day, you know, in the nineties when I started, I was always with a band, a full band and I would play some piano. Um, but I'd be up there, you know, working it. <laughs> and I said, you know, well, and, I, and it wasn't, yeah. I just decided, it was just like, that's what I want to do. I've done a lot of kind of low keys, me at the piano, which is cool, but I was just feeling a, a bigger energy. And so that's you what You can see that in your video. In your video, yeah. I, was, I watched it, your uh, video uh, trusted me a couple of times, and your energy oh. was just so much fun. You, had so, you oh. were having such a good time yes. filming yes. that, that it was just well, the whole, a lot the whole of fun. Project. You could tell that. Yeah. Yeah, the whole project and all of the videos. The whole... I, yeah, I just was I was because the it was the music was so uplifting to me, and just to be on stage with all of these fabulous musicians and the guy playing keyboards was Jerry Murata's guy Dan Dan Weiss is his name and he actually lives right down the street from me in Peekskill, oh. and so I did all the post production work and it just fell together and he is just amazing. I mean, just an amazing player. He does all of the the keyboards, that, and it's all this layering, and he's really funky. And also to have him take over my parts, because when I write, I do kind of a rhythm piano that works with mm-hmm. my voice. And so I try to build the tracks around that. And I've never really found somebody who can really capture my own inner rhythm, and it's subtle, uh, but he does that. Mm-hmm. And and just oh, all it's, of these it's really good. Yeah. Oh no. You well, I rave about it. Was them. Just, it was a joy to watch you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, it Thanks was a so joy much. because I was watching you and I go, she's not just singing; she's having so much fun singing. <laughs> she is just well, and into especially it, and that just tune. Having... Yeah. Oh yeah. Just resurrecting it's, that uh... tune. Trust me. I don't think I'd sung sung it since the nineties, <laughs> and we had so much wow. fun playing it. And these guys, you know, they, since they are of the same era as me, so we all have the same musical mm-hmm. touchstones, you know. So they just, they did it, no work at all to play those old songs, like Let Your Spirit Fly and Trusted Me, which are from my first album. Um, they just played the, the hell out of them all. I didn't have to say nothing. We and didn't it, have to work hard at all. It and, just happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could tell because every, it was very, it's very electric and everybody was just, so into the music, and I'm thinking back to the 90s, too. So you were Manhattan, right? 
So that was mostly yeah. like the Bleecker Street, the um, uh, Bleecker Street, and uh, there was a great little folk bar underground, and I can't remember where it was. Darn. Oh, it was not Mercer, Mercer maybe. Not the bottom line. Not the bottom line. No, the bottom line's another one. That was a big one. But this was a little place like um, where uh, Cliff Eberhardt played. And uh, I'm just, I know I must have crossed your path sometimes because. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. And Sean Colvin, you know, that's there. So when did you start writing? Um, I I mean, what was your first, let me get this way. First instrument, and when did you start writing? First instrument, and when did you start writing? Piano, piano. I studied piano as a kid, and, you know, I sang in the church choir, uh, which was, you know, All Angels Church on West End Avenue and 81st Street, and, um, you know, that was basically classical, and then when I was about 14, I started singing, learning, you know, Carol King, I think probably was the first thing, Tapestry. And, you know, Elton John and James Taylor and Carly Simon and all those great singer-songwriters. I just started learning those songs, singing and playing. And, um, you know, I just just found this thing that I could just pour myself into. As a young teenager, you know, with all the drama, (laughs) the inner drama Uh comes with being a teenager. And that's how it started. And I would just, you know, sit in my room with my piano. What was your first song? What was your first song that you actually had um, published or note as a teen to have published? But No, I didn't publish anything. Then I, then I, until Trust in Me was the first published song. That song. Wow. That was I, your first published yeah, song I, and, it, and became a hit? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. You raised the bar on yes. yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, oh that song, gosh. you know, I, I I wrote it for my first album, um, but my co-writer Mark Swirsky was friends with Charlie Midnight, who was Dan Hartman's partner, and Charlie was producing Joe Cocker's Unchain My Heart album, and he heard Trust in Me, and he really liked it, and then he sort of added some extra, he sort of polished it. And it went on Joe Cocker's mm-hmm. Unchain My Heart album. That was before. And that, that song, that placement actually led to getting my publishing deal. So I already had that song wow. cut before I got the publishing deal. And it was SBK. It was CBS songs that became SBK songs that became SBK records. And so it was an artist development wow. publishing deal. And after Charles Koppelman heard all my demos... And I did a showcase at the bitter end, and then they signed me yeah. to the record company. So that all, you know, trust in me is my my lucky song. And then, well, and again, I, it got placed on yeah. Bodyguard, and so yes. and then like checks started arriving in the mail, and nobody it was like, what what's this? <laughs> and who knew the Bodyguard was going to be that huge? And it just continued to be huge. <laughs> so that song was my well, song. it's very impressive, yeah. It was. I'm just floored that that was the first thing you wrote. Oh, it's a number one hit. No. It wasn't okay. the first thing I wrote. It was not the first thing I wrote. It was the first thing it got published. No, I mean, okay. I wrote for the many, first many thing years. That got and, okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's, so, that's great. Yeah. And you, you are just so uh, 
effervescent if uh, people go to your website. Uh, it's Francesca Begay, but I'll, I'm going to spell it because Francesca, you can spell B-E-G-H-E dot com to find right. out more info. And now, is it going to be uh, available March 4th? Well, the single the album? will be uh, downloadable, but then the, the album is going to come out later in the spring. We haven't got a release date quite yet. Not sure if we're going to do a second single. We might very well do a second single. And then... Um, oh, I think you will. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, you know, we'll see. I think pretty much. But but we're kind of just launching the single and getting all our ducks in a row, you know, as we speak. Um, and uh, so probably a second single and then the album in the spring. Not exactly sure the date yet. But for, but if they do go to find this information, it's going to go to your website. That's the one that I should send people, Francesca Begay. Yes, and Will the information you know be there. Okay. Um. Yeah. Myself. You're what? Because we're going to update everything. <laughs> my, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. And okay. YouTube. Follow you. Okay. As well. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. No, it's very so good. Those- and I see you were the opening act for uh, Michael Bolton as well. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. That was awesome. Yeah, we toured, (laughs) you know, the United States and Canada and, you know, giant venues. It was very, it was a wonderful experience. You know, we did Madison Square Garden. That was pretty cool. But, you know, arenas and what an experience for me, you know. Uh, But, you know, in the 80s, I actually played a lot of the clubs in New York City. I sort of was... um, you know, working away for many years before I got this deal. So I was playing the club, yeah. the bitter end, the bottom line, the Ritz, the Savoy. Do you remember Roseland? Um, Tramps. Oh Roseland. God, Tramps. Wow, that's out of the past. Yeah. 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 I opened you, for remember Terry the little, Garth. the little tiny. Uh, it wasn't the underground. Like, uh, I think Christine Lavin. The underground. Yeah. I think it was uh, Kristen Lavin sang there. Um, yeah, I used to see Cliff Everhart, Sean Colvin, and it was just you had to know it was there. But it was a great, and it yeah. was such a great time when you were doing this music because, uh, as for me in performing as well, there was such more of a, a camaraderie than there is today. Yeah, but because people weren't on their phones. <laughs> You know, it was happening in real <laughs> time, in reality, not on our phones. You know, it's and you, you when you promoted something, yeah. you made flyers and you put them up and you put and you handed them out. You know, there was there there was <laughs> and you cut and pasted them. Social media stuff. <laughs> exactly, and that was fun. <laughs> it was you know, it was really hands on, and then. When you're and that age, very supportive group. too. Yeah, yeah, and people mm-hmm. would show up and very supportive. You, know, you had your group, and everybody supported each other. And I was waitressing at the time, um, and you know, uh, I'm still best friends with all the people I worked with. <laughs> waitressing <laughs> in the eighties, you know, in the in the eighties, yeah. Yeah, the eighties too. Well, the bitter end. Uh, Lily Tomlin performed at the bitter end, but too. People don't know this. It was a combination of a lot of artists, different kinds. Yeah. Did you play the bitter end? Yes. (laughs) Comedy, though. 
comedy doing comedy yeah. theater in. But it was such yeah. a supportive environment. There were comedians, ventriloquists, musicians. It was such a, yeah. a great time for that. Hey, you know what? Kenny I'm gonna, can I, do you mind? You know I'm going to play. Go ahead. Kenny. I know Kenny. Kenny Gorka was the wow. uh, um, manager of the Bitter End. Do you remember him? Yes. Kenny. What a character. <laughs> he was such a wonderful guy. <laughs> he, he always made you yeah. feel like he really was your, you know, he made you feel like he really cared about your career and what you were doing. And, you know, after he passed, it became clear that everybody felt that way. Like he really cared about what you were doing and supporting you. And he was, he was an awesome person. It was, that's what I'm saying. It was a different time. You're right. Everybody was on their phones now, not paying attention, but it was really a different time of creativity. The eighties, I think in New York was the best. Everything was possible. Yeah, it's like, and I, I'm, if you don't mind, I'm going to play Trust in Me now, if that's with your permission. Oh, so we'll talk awesome. about some more. Okay, here, you, here she comes, ladies. Francesca, okay. <laughs> Let it go. I love you better than anyone else. 
channeling Arisa there a little bit, you know. It was just like, oh, I wow. Love that. I think you sang. You were channeling Aretha. I was like, oh, my God, here it comes. And then when you modulated oh. and went up, you went up. <laughs> I, I think you, you must be Aretha Franklin two, was a... You start low. Yeah. yeah. You start low. But you then know, you it's modulated, and it seemed like you did it twice. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, because my voice is kind of deep in, you know... But I can go high. And it was actually a recent singing teacher that said, you're actually a high soprano. I'm like, I'm not an alto. <gasps> you know, I always sang alto uh, in, the, in the choir. I always thought of no, myself that, as that, an alto. Not that. When you, when you modulated and went to the last trust in me, you went up a full octave. Oh, gosh. I, I, haven't, I haven't really I'm analyzed gonna... it, honestly. <laughs> we have I think, so much I think fun. you definitely... <laughs> Oh wow! It was just I'm I, just going back and to that. You could that hear from the audience. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, that you could so hear fun. it from the audience. The effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to do this more. This, <laughs> but I, I, I want to say, gonna, where's your Facebook page? What's it it's, under? Um, it's so we can tell. It's people. Francesca Begay. Yeah, Francesca Begay. Oh, I, I think it's just Francesca Begay. Yeah, and no H. In Francesca, some people put an H in there, but it's F R A N C E S C A. Okay, I'm going to guess you're not the one that lives in Italy. No, yes, I find it says lives in Florence, Italy. That's not you. Yeah, wait a minute. Here we go. I found you. I think no, nope. This isn't you either. Unless, wait a minute. Wait, that's you. Are you getting married in that picture? Okay, that's my, I'm following that's you. my okay. anniversary. That's my anniversary. So look for her there in that, and you can yeah. follow her there. Okay. Yeah. On that, and yeah. then FrancescaBegay.com to find out more information. Francesca, if we got together, I think we would start a fire. Our energy is so high. <laughs> but uh, I think you so are, too. We should. Uh, just but yeah, definitely. Let me know when you're performing in the city. It's uh, I just yeah. love that y- you're restarting and and not even restarting. You're just picking up where you left off because you did. I'm a mom too. I have a son. Yeah. But that you're, we're yeah. still out there. We're still doing it. And honestly, I wouldn't even say 30 years ago because you do not look any age on stage. <laughs> you, your energy oh. is just like so vibrant and coming off okay. of there. You've got to do more. I think you're going to have another single. And the whole time. I'm listening to it, and I've listened to it over and over again. I kept thinking, this is going to be a movie. <laughs> this is the opening song of a movie. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's any rules that say you can't bring back a song. <laughs> no, not at all. Because not at all. Yeah. I kept, well, I kept thinking of, um, who is it? Uh, oh, God. They're in the TV show Fatal and her husband. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Nashville? As a duet? Oh, God. What, what, that would be awesome. Uh, as Tim a duet. I, uh, because, oh, gosh. Tim McGraw, as a duet. The two oh, of them God. doing that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the wall. Well, I, you know, my, my, my concept was, yes, I'm going to get out there and perform, but I'm using it to promote the songs. 
because I my idea was yes I want to perform I'm not going to tour or anything because it's that's not a lot of fun. <laughs> but I, yeah, I know. want to come up there. with songs. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you know, keep the well, gigs here and I there think for fun. You have this yeah. song is going to take off again. I'm predicting it's going to take off again. Because so. every time I, I, I heard it, I got a different feeling. I, w- I wanted to clap my hands to it. I wanted to chant. I wanted to, you know, awesome. I had visuals of the audience singing it with you, you know. But yeah. really, uh, I think as a couple, I would love to hear a couple do that, a real couple. Be awesome. because it just I was, love that idea. It, from your I, mind, I'm, I'm predict- I think it's going to happen. Hey, it's happened before on my show. It's happened before. Oh, really? But awesome. definitely like that. Yes. That I awesome. actually did that. A book would be a great movie, and it turned into a movie. But Awesome. So, but that song with a couple singing it, I just think, especially yeah. now, with everything going on in the world, yes. but that's such yes. an awesome song. It's, a, it's yeah. a very much could a hit 30 years ago. I think it's going to be a re-hit because... It's so positive, and nothing out there is positive anymore. The new age the music, which I don't like, uh, nothing's yeah. so positive as the feeling you get from this song. So, okay, yeah. where else can I find you? Twitter? Let's see. We have you on. I uh, am on okay. Twitter. So, okay. I'm Twitter, under your Instagram, name? Facebook, YouTube. Yep. Under my name. YouTube. And, oh, follow uh, her on YouTube, everybody. YouTube. Follow yeah, her there so she gets a lot of hits. Yeah. <laughs> get all those hits. Uh, but oh, yeah, can you believe be how good. time flies? I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm gliding on your energy. Uh, we have three minutes, uh, oh, so let's let's get some things. What advice? This is my usual musical questions. Would you give to anyone starting out today? Musical. Huh. What advice? A young person. A young person. Well, doesn't I, have to be young. I know older musicians who are doing so. Yes. Well, in fact, a lot of people come to it later, and I, I have a bunch of friends who, you know, after kids, they get, even though they've played, you know, and sang just sort of for fun, then when they have this time opens up when your kids are launched or just later in life, and they, they, they they go right into their authentic voice. I think that's my advice. Tune You're in right. to your own authentic voice, and don't, you know, don't try to please other people or to write or sing stuff that you think will be successful. But just tune into your inner voice and cultivate that, and that will lead you in the right direction. And I love your attitude, and it's also what we're saying here, too. The message is it's never too late. Do your dreams. It dream. is never Pursue too late. Bliss. Never too late. It's I have so many friends who started later in life in music, writing songs and singing and performing. They're so awesome. I mean, they're just – because when you're older, you know more, and you know yourself more. And also you're – yeah, and you're you're right. But once you, because my son's in his twenties as well, so that once yeah. you you're worried, your whole life is worrying about that individual that you're raising. Your whole life, that's your whole yes. life. So everything is kind of put half on. But once you're released and let loose to fly, it's terrific. Yeah. But this is good. You yeah. have to perform live at least a couple of times in the city. You I'm going to do that. I definitely so. am. Well, I'd love to. 
I love to, I, you know, I love to perform. Um, putting this the band together and everything, it's it's a it's a it's a lot. So I don't do it that much, but I'm definitely planning to do it once I've got everything launched with the album. I'm going to do a few gigs in the city and and around you New York definitely. City. You know. Yeah, keep me posted. I definitely uh, want to I see will. it. And I also, will. too, if you do see the show, 1883, you're going to see yeah. that your song is perfect for that show. <laughs> so, 1883. Listen, you a wonderful guest. 1883. Thanks so yes, much, It's Nancy. the prequel to Yellowstone. Listen, this song is it's really going to come back. I love it. I love oh, it, love it, love thanks it. Thanks so much, quote me on that. Thank you. And thank you for being a good guest here. Francesca Begay, B-E-E. G-H-E. Sure. Look, keep that energy going. Francesca Begay, well, follow so. her on Facebook, follow her on YouTube, follow her on Twitter. Thank you again for being a guest today on What's the Buzz New York. I highly recommend this song as an uplifting new way to go. Okay. Thank you. And you have Thank a nice so day much, now. Nancy. This has been What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo, and my special guest, Francesca Begay. All right. Andiamo, let me say in Italian. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye.